right, everyone. How you doing? I am Sergio from the Dodgeball Podcast. Long time no see. It's been a while. Finally got to the intro with no mistakes. And here with me, I have starting off this panel. I am Rebecca Nguyen. I am the NCDA's Director of Female Engagement, and I am a coach for Michigan State University. Okay. Next. Uh, I'm Katie May. I play uh, for Miami University, and I'm one of the assistant captains. I'm Renee Kaiser. I go play for Bowling Green State University. I'm Vanessa Hudson, and I play for Kent State University, and I'm also the president. I am Chris Haas, and I actually coach Cleveland State's dodgeball team. Um, as you can tell, I have a panel of women from the NCDA, and we're going to not only discuss the recent uh, Falcons or Lady Falcon uh, Invitational that took place, but we're going to talk about briefly how much of a positive impact that there have been two previous tournaments in the NCDA that were focused solely on women and involvement of women, and how they feel about it going forward in the future. So, I guess we can kind of start with the head of the table, uh, Rebecca. How do you feel now, having what since? So let's say October, November, so about five months, give or take. How, how, how do you feel in the past five months that the NCDA has improved on the focus of more women playing dodgeball? I feel like it's a slow but steady process. Um, anybody that's either started something from the ground up uh, or you know started a new business or new format of something knows that it can be an exponential process. So the growth might seem slow at first in these first few years where we really start trying to focus on recruitment or how to recruit and retain women. But everything we're doing right now is setting such a good foundation for the next couple years to come to have that explosive growth as you typically would see in something that ends up being successful. So the first five months have been a lot of behind the scenes. Um, some things I, you know, we get some snags on just like any other place we're learning as we go. Um, but it's been great so far to already see such a core commitment of these women athletes that are devoted to also growing the sport and growing dodgeball in college. Um, they have put in such tremendous work with everything, whether it's from recruitment uh, templates or recruitment uh, statements and things for teams to access, whether it's from content to be able to show that we have more of an exposure for women or things with uh, along the lines in content like media and graphics for everybody to actually see these games that are out there. And then just general recognition for the sport. These women aren't shy about talking about dodgeball, which is great, as you can see. I mean, if they were, they wouldn't be here, but it's it's been great so far this fall. And um, I guess I can ask this to the rest of the panel. Um, I, I would imagine a lot of you guys are, are further up in your college career. How would, How do you feel... How do, I, how do I ask this question? Because I had it in my mind, it just it just like blinked. How do you feel the recruitment priority as far as women is concerned? How do you feel that has that improved since you guys started playing dodgeball many years ago in college um, compared to um, October when the season started? Was there any considerable improvements you guys noticed on your local um, college or university uh, campus? Um, I think for me personally, um, when I joined, I joined in 2018, and there was absolutely no drive to push women to play dodgeball, at least from my school and a lot of the other schools that I'd seen. Um, 
as we went on, things kind of steadily started going up, but really this past year has had a larger push for women than I've ever seen from our sport before. And I'm really happy about it because we, as our school has had a lot more women involvement than we've ever had previously. And um, are really starting to see other schools also have that push to keep women involved and actually make them feel like they belong in the sport where we haven't always had that previously. Is that a shared sentiment uh, across the board? This is my own, only my second year um, in the league, but I could, I can still see a big difference even from last year at nationals. Um, the amount of women has grown like a tremendous amount, even from that point in time to now, it's only been a couple of months. And so that's definitely noticeable. Um, and then at Miami specifically, um, at least with my experience with the team, there's always been um, no shortage of female leadership. So that's been really um, something nice to see. And um, it's nice coming into the sport, seeing a woman in a position of leadership, which was one of the reasons why I felt a bit more comfortable joining was because it was a very welcoming environment and I could see um, how like excited they were to be there and how excited they were to get more women involved. And that made me excited to get involved as well. So for BG, I think it's a little bit different, especially cause like in the past years we've only had, uh, well, when Tree was in the league prior, an alumni coach of BG and everything, she, uh, I think they had more women on the team than we do now. I'm the only female on my team right now. Um, it is also, I'm like going into my second year playing and everything. So haven't been on lately, but I know like last year I had a female who graduated and everything. And uh, I see the push in NCDA, like the actual like committees and everywhere else, uh, not necessarily in my school, to be honest, I'm trying, I'm pushing. A lot more people are now, I guess, because of the women's league only, I've had more questions being asked to me about dodgeball from females about like, oh, well, what about playing with the guys and everything type of that? Like, I'm like, well, we have a women's league creating now. You don't have to play pinch if you don't want to. Um, but the thing is, like, we're still really new. So it's hard to be like, yeah, this is going to happen then. Then, like, tell them, like, these are for sure going to happen past well this past tournament and everything like um so it's a little bit more like I enjoy seeing like Miami Akron MSU now CSU uh have more women in the sport and everything um but like for I know for me and I believe Kenny you're the only female Vanessa there or to my knowledge you are but like my team doesn't fully like put me in a leadership position on court. I guess I do all the behind the scenes stuff, but other than that, like I am striving to have BG be replicated to like CSU, Miami, Kent, or Miami, Akron, MSU and all that prior to me leaving. So hopefully. Well, I mean, you still got time. And if it happened everywhere else, why couldn't it happen there as well? You know? Yeah, for sure. Pushing it. Yeah. What about you, Vanessa? Kent's story the last few years has been kind of rocky. Um, we've, we've actually been struggling with this retaining players, but 
my freshman year, it was only me and one other girl on the team. And I didn't think I'd be in a position of power. I didn't know I was going to become the president until the time came. And so now this year being my last year and my also first year being the president, I think when we were recruiting, because we ended up getting a total of six girls on the team at the beginning of the season, and now it's just back down to me. So our main goal right now is to get women involved, but also have the retention because it was really sad to see all the girls leave. I mean, we had a full team. And then now we don't have anybody except for me. And it's, it feels like I've reverted back to my freshman year. But I just know that it's going to grow, especially after I'm gone. So I'm just trying to help everybody else that I can, even if I can't do it for my team specifically. So that's what I'm just hoping for further um, down the road for this league to grow. So I guess before we can talk about how the past ter- the, the past couple tournaments have been as far as like whether it's been a noticeable increase in more more women participating or just overall how you guys felt about it. Um, I guess you guys kind of fo- answered my follow-up question. You, know, you guys would like to have more uh, female leadership at your respective schools, help driving the recruitment um, forward. And it is a slow burn. It will take time, but I, I do believe that it can grow. Uh, and you guys all share similar sentiments on that end. But um, if, unless there's anything else we can discuss, let's talk about uh, how have the first two tournaments uh, not uh, played out as far as like women involvement and any particular highlights you guys would like to go over if you guys took part in it. And uh, we could talk with uh, Rebecca um, to kickstart this whole thing off. Sure. And um, I don't want to say too much because I'd rather like hear from the players as well, but at least from an administrative perspective, it was a lot harder than anticipated to run it at the same time. Our original goal was, you know, it would seem more feasible for teams to get women out there to play if it was held concurrently with pinch. But we neglected to think about the fact of how many women were currently in those leadership positions that could not play pinch and no sting at the same time, almost forcing, you know, that commitment or that ultimatum. Or like poor Vanessa had to go from no sting to pinch to pinch to no sting. And it was it was a lot to watch. So I think that was really our first big learning curve was, okay, we've tried this with pinch. We don't want to force women to have the ultimatum because that was the beauty of wanting to start this in general was women should be free to play whatever they want, but we want a space where women feel empowered and um, motivated to, you know, kind of achieve whatever they want in their dodgeball goals and maintain a sport. So once we saw that it was harder logistically and physically for those women to kind of make both divisions work concurrently, we kind of tried to start pushing for a women's own tournament so that we could make sure they had their time to themselves and all the content to themselves and things like that. So so you're prioritizing scheduling the tournament so that they're not like conflicting like they have to run across a gym or anything like that so these women tournaments these women's only tournaments are solely the only tournaments taking place that day correct yeah so like i said the first tournament the john betters bobcat bonanza sorry to anybody in ohio if i just said that wrong um was the goal was concurrently with pinch but everything because we knew we had women captains and women uh presidents and women starters that had to get to both courts it we really ended up having to mess around with our schedule to make sure that it would keep up with them because we didn't want the main uh, pinch games to also be affected. So that was where we ultimately said, okay, we want to do 
women's only from here on out so that we don't have those types of issues again. Nice. And what the audience at home didn't see was when she mentioned Vanessa going, having to go back and forth, Vanessa gave like a cringe look on her face. So that tells me you have a horror story to share about that. <laughs> there was a lot going into that. That was our first, that was Kent's first tournament of the year, first of all. Yeah. And our whole team was a team of uh, rookies. It was, I only have two other people that are vets. So it was just me and I'm in, also in a captain position. So now I'm a captain trying to lead a team in pinch games and be like, okay, um, we got a ref now. So you guys go ref and I'm going to go play this game. And then I'm going to be back for a pinch game. And then I got to go back and play the no sting game. So it was just me trying to figure out how I can make sure, because I knew I wasn't going to miss, miss any parts of our pinch game. Like I had no choice but to be there because I am our leader. But it was a lot, and I will tell you, I couldn't lift my arm for two days after that. But I do. I, it was a lot of fun, but it was definitely very stressful. <laughs> and I and I thank I thank God that they decided to say let's probably do this on separate occasions. <laughs> Did anyone else have any uh, scheduling woes um, other than Vanessa here? So for BG, actually, for me, I wasn't actually able to play any of my pinch games due to I chose women's and we also had like a full roster, even though our roster mainly consisted of rookies. I was like, maybe this is the time for our rookies to learn, uh, learn the game, get in finally, because I know at like the Red Hawk Classic, uh, we also really didn't take a lot of rookie, like the rookies we did take, not all of them got to play and everything. So I was like, even if I played pinch, I knew I was going to try to get a lot of the rookie play time in as well. So I was like, all right, I'm going to make women's a priority for myself because I'm not a leader. I'm like, I was, I'm not a captain. I'm not like the ones like technically they have to look up to on the court and everything. Um, but uh, for me, it was sort of like, I guess, disappointing that I couldn't play pinch with my team especially because I wanted to participate in like the overtime that my team went into. I wanted to participate in the points that we've played and like uh, all the close like little points that they have had. Like, I don't actually really know how they played because the only game I think I saw was the BG versus Kent game because my team, I was at least luckily paired up with the Kent team. So that first one we didn't have to play. And I think I sat, watched that one for a little bit, tried to help coach a little bit if I could. Um, but that's also when I was like, all right, enough of this. Like, I want to be able to play both. Um, and that's, I think also when I had the idea to host the, or help host the Falcons tournament up here. Yeah. It was in pretty much your backyard, Bowling Green. Yep. I got the court. I, and everything, which was nice. Cause I didn't have to wake up at like 6am to drive here. <laughs> you have to wait. Any tournament I don't have to drive early in the morning is going to be a good tournament for me, at least. High five on that. I'll tell you that right now. Straight up. I'm 35. I don't want to drive up as early as I need to be. Um, so let's talk about that. You said you put a, you you put that uh, tournament together, that, that gym and everything together? Um. So BG and coach for alumni, um, Triana Bidlack, Bidlack, she actually – was the one who fully ran it, I believe, um, put the schedule, put the teams together. Um, but after, I believe, I talked to a couple of females at the tournament at OU and everything. I was like, hey, listen, like, if I got a women's tournament together, just women's only, would you guys be interested? 
uh, type thing. And I was like, and they were like, a lot of people were like, yeah, like we want to do that. So I was like, all right. Um, I ended up talking to club sports people, which I work for them. So I'm actually in the office right now there. Um, and I was like, um, I need these dates because Tree gave me uh, dates that she was available. The other, which I do have another female BG player for just no sting, but she doesn't really like, she doesn't show much up to like other practices for pinch because we don't make no sting a priority and everything. So I was like, what weekends work for you so we can get it out now um, and we can just be like, hey, this is a women's only tournament. Don't schedule anything on it. So all women in the league can come. Sadly, another school hosted a tournament that weekend as well. Um, after multiple announcements of saying, hey, this is women's only. We want your females to play here. Don't drag them 12 hours or whatever, however long you have to drive to just go shag balls for you. Um, or I know in UK's perspective, I think Sky played because she's one of the leaders on that team and everything for that tournament. But uh, so I was like, I need to make, like, personally, I love playing. Um, I want more women involved, especially on my team and everything. Uh, so I was like, here's just a tournament. We based it off of USAD because she also got me involved in that. So I was like, I just wanted it to be women's and support women. And there were, what, seven teams over there, right? That went over to Bowling Green? I believe so. Yeah. I don't have the numbers. Yeah. It was, uh, I believe it was six teams represented by eight universities. Oh, so it was, okay. Yeah, I saw, yeah, seven, so I saw seven. Yeah, we had to combine a couple just because we didn't quite have enough for a full team there. So we figured instead of having teams play short, we would just, you know, mix it together. So, like, for example, MSU had enough for two teams, and Vanessa played with MSU on one of their uh, teams, and they ended up getting second, which was awesome. I mean, I could have played by myself, but you know, I, I guess I could have used a little I mean, bit of help. Preferably, I would like to have played with Vanessa too, because she's an amazing player. But I also was paired with with Miami for with Katie and Allie and everything, and um, it was actually really fun playing with like another team. To be honest, like I like the mixing of teams. So, I also like the mixing of teams because I don't get a chance to talk to women in the league as much, just from like running around and tournaments are a little bit hectic. Um, but the women's matches kind of slow it down. And I think in the first one I played, we were like a hybrid team of three. So I played with two girls from UK and then Casey from UC and then Ellie. So it was us five. And then I got to play with BG this last tournament. So it was a lot of mixing up, which was fun. I think I hopped on your team for a little bit during the Yeah, yeah, because we had five. Uh, we were trying to do like 6v6 and I was like well they have five the other team has six or they had five but like uh, Kate or Catherine wanted to play as well because she was supposed to be the sixth player so I was like you go I'm gonna hop on this team let's play or something like that just to yeah, make yeah. so no team played short everyone was pretty much prioritized to have as much of a full team as possible yes we played 4v4 format so Akron, I know, had, or I'm actually, I pulled up the uh, teams and everything. Akron has five women, so we just kept the Akron team together because they wanted to stay together, and then everyone else was pretty much split up. I know CSU had a full team by themselves, so did MSU, and then we had, like, 
a mixture of MSU Kent and a mixture of CSU UC and then PG in Miami. Okay, so this is I'm gonna I'm gonna ask this question to everyone but Rebecca because I feel I want to get the the ground perspective so to speak. Other than the mixing up of players that you probably would never have time to talk to on a normal given day, um, what was the personal highlight for you uh, in Bowling Green? We'll start with uh, Vanessa. I like the competitiveness and the fast-paced um, part of the game. Like, I usually intention is not – I mean, you can play fast-paced, you can play transition dodgeball all day long. But when it comes to nosing, and that was my third time ever playing nosing, it's just so much more competitive, and you have a lot more control, and there's a lot more – you can focus on yourself a lot more, especially when it's only four players. And I really enjoyed being able to work on my game and like working with a new set of people. I've never played with these girls before that day and just becoming a team as the day went on. Cause we became like, we lost our first game and then we tied our second game. And then we went on to per, like proceeded to win the rest of the games we played until we lost in the finals. So it was actually really fun just to be competitive in that way with all the girls that we were had there. I really, that was my favorite part of it. Yeah. What about you, Chris? Um, for me, I would say that a combination of the competitiveness, but also the amount of support that we were getting from all the teams, because like all of these teams of women were like still on their breaks. They were coming over and rooting for both sides. It didn't matter if like some of their players were on the other team, they were still rooting for both sides or like yelling for catches and stuff on both sides. And I really loved that kind of thing because like, with NCDA, it is so much fun with like how loud it gets and stuff, but it also can feel a little bit toxic. And this tournament didn't for me have like any toxicity in comparison to all of the tournaments that I'm used to. It was so much nicer getting to feel that and just getting to hang out with all of the girls, like in our breaks and stuff, we were all goofing around together and stuff like that. Like most of us didn't know each other previously, but it would it came across like we've all known each other for quite a while. So that was nice. What about you, Katie? Um, I agree with everything that's been said. I think that playing with fewer players in a smaller court definitely gives you the chance to really zero in on your game. Um, and I know that Rennie it was an interesting dynamic on our team because uh, Rennie and I were taking the right side and Ellie and Regan were on the left side. And we kind of, without talking about it, just formed our like strategy. And it was really cool to see it just come together so quickly because we had to, because it was so fast paced. Nice. Yeah. So for me, um, being paired with Katie Regan and Ellie and everything, I know Ellie played, I believe she played in Chicago or not. Uh, yeah, Chicago round three for USAD for North. So like she had some experience and everything, which was nice. So she already like somewhat knew how to play and like, hey, a lot of us like the play set, I guess, fine set of uh, no sting and everything. So like having that and then like, uh, I know I talked with Reagan a lot about like play style sort of um, to my best ability and so did Tree and everything um but the highlight of my day was probably just getting through it to be honest I was very mm -hmm. like I loved playing I loved helping out and everything but I was very stressed because we were trying to do 
a lot of like photo stuff, video stuff. And uh, in between, I was either running around trying to set that up or take headshots or uh, interview people or like during my break was just me interviewing like whoever I could and everything. I just see a female, I'm like, hey, sit in this chair, you're <laughs> up. I don't care, you can't say no to me type thing. Um, that's I tried to say guys. No. Yeah, she really did. <laughs> she, she did. I have a lot of people who tried to say no, but um, I was just like, I guess, see, the highlight was seeing a lot of like, even like, I know, I think MSU guys came, some Akron guys came. Uh, I'm not sure who else was there, to be honest. I don't really know all the faces and CDA to be like, oh, they're from this school or whatever. But seeing like the support from like other, from the guys on people's teams like I know my teams a couple of them showed up uh, as long as they weren't working and everything um, which was nice to see the support that we got there so like highlight getting through the day and playing with all the females with the competitiveness and priority of us so you had support from uh, men on your team and men from other teams that happened to be there cheering you guys on Nice. All right, Rebecca, this question ah, is perfectly tailored for you. You heard four different perspectives. You heard four different positive feedbacks. Some of them correlate together in one way, shape or form. How does that make you feel being in your position? I mean, it feels good, but I, I have to be honest, Rennie, Tree and everybody else basically put that whole thing together. I was hands off on that so they could make it whatever they wanted to be because I figured what better way to have a women's tournament than designed by some of the women that are currently in the league and, you know, in more constant communication from everybody in the league. So it feels good to know that everybody's coming together for the same goal. And that is to improve women in the sport of dodgeball. Also really quick shout out to Rennie. Uh, Rennie kind of alluded to it too, but most people that'll listen to this probably don't know Rennie literally had a full like white backdrop professional like flashes camera setup she had the bluetooth mics for everything like when when Rennie was saying she didn't have time she literally didn't have time between games she was running over all sweaty like oh hey, sit down here's the questions and like would go through everything and it was just so awesome Rennie was an absolute rock star over saturday just making sure that it could come together for all this content to make sure that more people could see women in the sport of dodgeball. But yeah, to kind of circle back to your question, sorry, I just didn't want to forget that shout out. Um, it's, it's really nice to hear that it's starting to get that positivity and women are starting to see, you know, support. Like she had said, people from other schools were coming to make sure that the girls felt supported during their first like women's only tournament or had a voice behind them and just watching the love start to grow a little deeper. Nice. Um, <laughs> for the people at home, when Rebecca was giving her the gnarliest two, three minute monologue of a shout out, Renee was jumping up and down. Everybody was cheering for her. Everyone was fist bumping in the chat. So you you really had a lot on, on your shoulders there. I had no idea. I mean, I know you mentioned it. You did allude to it, but uh, you kind of held back on that uh, level of detail there, Rennie. I mean, I also have to like give credit to, I think Chris was a big help with that. So was Catherine Mays. Tree was the one who was actually running the whole thing. So like anytime I sort of had an issue, I was either going to them or Rebecca and everything. And I was like, hey, like 
what am I supposed to do type thing. Um, so I had a lot of help. So I was like, at the same time, I was like, yeah, it was very stressful and I was running around everywhere. But at the same time, I was like, okay, if I needed to, I was like, Catherine's here, Chris is here, Rebecca's here, Tree is here. Like, I had someone that like, I know Chris and I talked, I was like, by the end of the day, I was ready to sort of just scream and just let all it all of it out and everything. I just uh, at dinner I barely spoke because of how stressed I was. I was like, all right, <laughs> headphones. I need me time. Just yeah. Just you know, that's it. You're, you're done for the day, kind of thing. Yeah, so, and then I had to go out with friends <laughs> right afterwards. So uh, you you said it was Chris I was with you, right? Uh, Chris was basically like help set up my lights help set up my backdrop um got to rant to her a little bit she would come over see me stress and was like take a breath it's okay <laughs> like she does that to almost every single tournament to be honest for me um so, so let's talk about that let's quickly go over how, how are you how are you keeping her together when she's trying to keep everything um, falling apart. My current job to keep Rennie together is walking over and being like, hey, girlfriend, what's up? You look kind of stressed. Maybe we should uh, take a step, take a step back for a second. This is going to be fine for the next two minutes while we just calm down. What can I do to help you? What can I do to make sure you're breathing and actually like functional so that you're participating? Have you drank some water in a little bit? Because it looks like you haven't done that have you been eating I just kind of make sure that she's thinking about herself as well as the things that are going on and not just what's going on with her team or what needs to happen with the tournament because I want to make sure that she's as functional as everybody else gets to be and that she's still having fun even if she's setting stuff up so at the beginning of the tournament before everything was set up I was kind of running with her like a chicken with her heads cut off, just going everywhere, doing everything we needed to, just sprinting all over this building, trying especially, to get things set up and done. Especially after we were like, crap, we're in the wrong gym. So we had to tear everything down and move too. And I was like, oh my yeah. God. And that's when I think like, that that's when I was sort of ready to Yeah, explain. We're like wow. tearing everything down and Rennie's like really stressed. I'm like, no, it's okay. We're fine. We're fine. Everything's going to get moved. We're going to go down to this gym. We're going to set it up. It's going to be fine. We've got it. Like we just yeah. have to grab all of this with our four hands combined, even though there's seven hands worth of things. And we're going to sprint down to the other gym. We're fine. Everything's golden. <laughs> four combined hands seven hands worth of things that's going to be the tag right there like you had a lot, <laughs> you had a lot on your plate i mean the math isn't mathing but it makes sense <laughs> it's the literal definition of like all the groceries in at one trip they were like no we're not coming back like everything everything's coming up everything must go. one trip i don't even said at one point, she's like, we can we can make this two trips. I'm like, no, we're not making it two trips, Rennie. I'm getting all of this at once. We're doing this all at once because I know how stressed we're both going to be if we make two trips. It's all happening at the same time. We're fine. Oh, yeah. And then when we had to reset up all the courts, like, in the gym, like, luckily, I didn't have to be a part of that. Luckily, we got, like, some of the alumni, like, um, and some uh, USAD players who came and everything to, like, run drills and stuff. Um to like set the courts up and everything. And so 
I was able to just focus on setting the camera up, setting my backdrop up, which um, was helpful when it was like with Chris and everything. And Catherine, I know helped a couple, like with a little bit. So did Ellie, I made Ellie sit in a chair so I could set the lights up to the proper height of the tallest person. And then I think I had, I don't know actually who I had next sit in the chair. I was like, all right, next, Besides me being the shortest person here, probably I'll get another short person to sit in the chair to make sure the lights work for them as well. So I don't have to touch any of that or reset anything else for every single headshot. So nice. I'm st I'm still thinking of that quote: four hands, seven worth of things. Because let me say something, and this is for the international people at home. Listen, here in the states we do one grocery trip i don't care if you got two bags or 30 bags and i got i'm gonna have them things sticking them on the pits of my elbow and bringing them in we that it's an accomplishment for us one trip is an accomplishment more than that it's a failure at least that's something we can all agree on more than that it's too stressful to go back and be like how i mean it's, it's just like oh you gotta add it and add to your day like if you can't do all your grocery trips in one trip i mean that's an l to add to your day that's like getting cut off that's like getting you know you couldn't get your coffee at starbucks that's an l for your day right there <laughs> rebecca is just like yep no lies told um <laughs> nope not a single one from this time zone to the next we want one trip on our groceries that's it because we just want to cook and watch netflix i said what i said people <laughs> all right so to wrap this up and this is going to be for um everyone here but rebecca and i have a special question for her so i want you guys to sell your school sell your club i want you to spend the next minute or two why should more women come play for you in uh in your respective schools and what is it about the ncda that you feel should help retain women and we'll start with uh vanessa Rep your school, man. Nah, nah. We ain't pulling no punches. Rep your school. You didn't think this would be easy? So glad I'm not going first. Rep okay. your school. I ain't Please, come no and play. Please come and play for us. I don't even, I can't even make it sound professional. Listen, we're struggling. We are struggling. We barely got enough people as it is. We barely made it to the last tournament we just played on Saturday. I promise you. I had to beg a former player to come back just so we could be there. So if you're in the Kent area and you attend Kent State University and you are actively working towards a degree, join Club Dodgeball. I'm a great president. If you become a driver, you get reimbursed for your gas. So true. <laughs> Nothing hey, is out of pocket. You get a really cool jersey because we got the coolest jerseys in the league. Yeah, I said it. <laughs> They're fire. Okay. And that's it. Please, I'm begging you. Kent State University Club Dodgeball needs you. We want you, in my Uncle Sam voice, we want you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's all I have to say about Kent State Dodgeball. Okay, before I go to Rennie, when you said coolest jerseys in, in the league, I'm going to just call her out. Rebecca just had the weirdest, like, Oh, we're we taking shots like that? Yeah. I mean, I'm a little biased. I love MSUs, but <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. for the people, in at my home, personal I'm... opinion, Penn State is the best. <laughs> my... It's definitely not Miami's. Ours are not good, but it's okay. <laughs> I just want to, before we go at Rennie, Vanessa on the chat was just. 
fling in that Kent jersey. She was just like, yep, we in here. We in here. <laughs> she, she is popping off, and I'm here for oh, it. Ready, sell your school. I would like to have one of the Kent ones. I know you guys got some, like, little extra ones that y'all had from the first semester that got messed up. I'm going to come for one of those. You can have Austin's name on your back. I don't care whose name it is. I'm, I'll take one. Um, yeah. All right, Renny, rep your school. Why should more women join your squad? And what is it about the NCDA? Bring back the glory days to BG. We're a catching team where you don't have to have power in your throws. I definitely am not a power thrower on my team and everything. I'll sit on that back line and I'll catch. Um, BG used to have a bunch of great women on the team, uh, Trees for one, and Paige Willis, uh, who just graduated, is another. Um, so I'm trying to bring back what we're lo- what we lost this past year and the past years, especially due to COVID. Um, we want we're we're coming for the title of ODC and everything, and we're trying to show out at nationals, especially because right now those are are only two um, tournaments confirmed this semester and everything. Um, so come, please. I guess at this point I'm a beg because I want to not be the only woman on the female on the team that plays pinch and like that I don't have to beg to come to practice every time every week and everything like um, it's fun. You can if you like making fun of your guys on the team. I do that on a daily basis. Chris also knows I scream at them at the top of my lungs. Um, I won't do that to you, so don't be afraid of me. <laughs> biting your head off I will I do bite off the uh, my team's heads a lot um practice group chats tournaments whatever but it's BG it's a good way to make um great friends I know a lot of the people on the team they hang out I know I wouldn't have gotten into USAD without meeting Tree without meeting Paige um Paige was literally the reason last year that I would leave my house sometimes. Be like, hey, what are you doing? She's like, I'm bored. Come over. I'm like, okay, I can leave my house today type thing. Um, But I know our practice time right now, it's not the greatest, but it's a great way to actually get a lot of your anger and frustration out throughout the day and everything. And I practiced tonight, so about to go. (laughs) That's so late. (laughs) so monday thursdays our practices are from 10 to midnight but the <laughs> only, yeah yeah uh-huh yeah <laughs> the only reason we're able to get in at like 9 9 30 is because i work for the club sports and i'm like hey courts and i snag one who's not showing up i get first priorities yeah they really screwed <laughs> See, if you play at Miami, you can practice at a reasonable time from oh. 6 to 8 p.m. Oh, no. If you come to BG and get more people, I can get better times because I'll make us more of a priority. But, Rennie, you can't say, the- you can't start off saying, I'm going to yell at everybody on my team, but I'm not going to yell at you and then want people to come. I want to scream at all the guys. I ain't taking that stuff out on females. Like, I want to make it fun for them. I don't care about the guys. They can have their testosterone, tax, toxic masculinity moments. I could care less about that. <laughs> all okay, right. BG is only recruiting women. 
So preface that. (laughs) That's the topic of discussion, Vanessa, in her defense. And with that segue, Katie, rep your school, get your squad up. What's going on? I would say Miami's a pretty interesting group of people. Um, We're not the most athletic bunch. Um, We like to joke sometimes is that our, and lovingly, of course, is that our target demographic is nerds, but it works out really well. Um, I think if you'd ask anybody on our team, the reason that they've stuck around so long is because of the people, not necessarily because they're the best at throwing a ball, you know? Um, So for sure, join because of the people. That's why I've stayed. Um, I think I actually live in a house with three other people from dodgeball right now. Um, So that's really fun. Um, And then as for women, obviously we want more women. And Ellie's going to graduate this year, which is really, really, really sad. So I would love some more women to come and play for Miami. And we don't bite. We're just big softies. So complete opposite all right. I, I see we've taken subliminal digs got it i'm loving the i'm loving the spice in this all right chris rep your school get your squad up what's going on here all right so um csu i have been told by most teams that have played us at this point that we are some of the nicest players that they've come in contact with i know for a fact that our school while we are not the best team we are the kindest we absolutely love people our team is so friendly and accepting of everybody. Um, I know that our women are very important to us and our whole team protects them all the time, which is a really good environment for us to be in. We also collect nerds as opposed <laughs> to any sporty people for the most part. I think our when I joined, our team was mostly people that were in criminology. And at this point, I think most of our demographic has become engineers we have yeah we got very science (laughs) yeah we have engineering and science majors for the most part um we definitely attract nerds it's a really fun experience um our team is also very close-knit and more than willing to reach out to people and give them extra friends it's definitely something to do on campus and um We hang out a lot outside of dodgeball, too, so it's great for if you want to keep people around for good. And then we also travel to lots of other schools for their practices and stuff. So we'll grab cars of people and take them out to Kent to play with the Kent players or play with Akron and just go meet people. So if people are kind of stuck in their shell, we really push for people to reach out to new people, get to know more people, really play with people that they're not used to. It's been a really big thing since I started because I was very much in my shell when I started. So it's been great to watch all the people that are currently in our school grow. So I guess join CSU's team if you really want to grow as a person and get a lot of friends. Chris, I can't see you being a shy or quiet person. (laughs) I'm not kidding you. I was so terrified to talk to people. Isn't that That exactly that? Like, I met you this past year and everything, and I'm like, nope, you are... I don't think at this point anyone in the league can look at me and go, that person would be quiet for more than a minute at a time. And I'm proud of that. (laughs) Wow. I guess we're typecasting ourselves. Um, To round this up, Becca, you heard four different recruit, four different recruitment pitches. 
You've heard a bit of, you know, death row tagging between two people here. Come to my school, nah, she'll bite your head off. What, what, what does this say for the people who aren't not familiar with the women of the NCDA? Is this, is this not what we call, is this not entertaining? You got characters here to join, to watch, to follow, to grow with, to see and follow their dodgeball journey. I mean, yeah, one, it is entertaining. As you can tell, everybody is from all walks of life. You never find one like cookie cutter, one size fits all mold for a dodgeball player to be in. Like, I feel like if you hear like, oh, they're a stereotypical like hockey bro or like baseball bro, like you can kind of put an, an image to that or like a softball girl or a volleyball girl. Dodgeball, the beauty of it is you do not have to fit any type of mold to come in and be here. And I think these four just really encompass that. I mean, Katie's talking about everybody's computer science majors and Chris is talking about how everybody's engineering. Michigan State assimilates with engineering so hard. I think like three or four of our graduating seniors are all mechanical engineering, which thank God it makes me going to graduation that much easier. But it's it just goes to show how different everybody can be, how uh, unique every team is in their own aspect, but also at the same time, how competitive they can end up being. I mean, they, these teams sell themselves shorts on it. Like, like Katie and Chris and everybody say, you know, we're not the best team. These teams still hang around, give the teams at the top a run for their money every single time. And it just shows you that although, you know, like you may not be the most athletic to start dodgeball can mold you into a great athlete. It's one of the hardest sports to learn and just watching all of these women go out and, you know, go from being on a court with all men and absolutely rock it and just show these men that, you know, you can't underestimate anybody because of their size or their gender, that it's, it just shows how much dodgeball transcends so many boundaries that other sports typically set. Yeah, perfectly said. And um, I wanted to ask you, and I know I said one more question, but another one just popped in my head. What would you feel is the the theme of, what, what, or how do I say this? What do you feel your mission statement is as far as helping the women's game grow? And do you feel like you're going to be tenfold that much closer by the end of the uh, calendar year? I don't know if it's a mission statement, but it's something I always say to myself. And I always say, if it ain't hard, it ain't work. Um, and I feel like developing the women's league as a whole and getting more women to come and stay and really solidify a love of dodgeball is going to be hard. It's going to be a lot of work, but I think watching this amazing core of women athlete and women athletes and everything they're putting into the league right now or their respective teams and recruitment in general is going to come back tenfold. Maybe, you know, maybe not by nationals, it might not seem as tangible, but I think come next fall, like mid fall, it's going to be such a tangible, sizable growth in women's involvement that this is going to be the start of where that hard work turns into progress and turns into results. And you can actually start to see a big group of women coming together to consistently play dodgeball outside of, you know, a rec league or something. Yeah, it definitely will. And uh, I do consider it a privilege to help cover the events thus far as well as the narratives and as well as capturing capturing this recruitment war that uh kicked off in this little uh, screen here so um i'm telling you man it, it for anyone listening check these women out man these 
women are definitely characters to follow and to root for now and into the future. And with that, we'll wrap up. All right, and that was my interview with the NCDA women's panel. I'd like to thank Rennie, Chris, Katie, Rebecca, and Vanessa for hopping on and sharing with us their perspectives and overall goals as far as growing the women's sport in the NCDA, as well as just selling the narrative and, and really shaping out what is going to be an awesome year going forward for women and why you should follow. Um, as you as you were made aware, they are they are uh, coming. They are coming out with more and more content, so stay on the stay on the NCDA feed for that. Uh, other than that, um, it's been a solid uh, a solid uh, re- return to recording, and I'm looking forward to the next couple episodes I have lined up. I uh, had a little scheduling hiccup on my end, but otherwise, I'm glad to be back. Uh, enough about me rambling. Um, if you've listened up until this point, thank you so much. Have a wonderful day.